Um, yes. That might work. You probably I think. I might be. I don't actually hear anything. Okay. Can you hear, can you hear us? I have no... I can hear you guys, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can I kind of hear... This is our volume here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, great, great. I hear nothing. I don't hear myself. I hear now you. I hear something. I hear myself. Uh, uh, I hear myself. There you go. Oh. I warn you that the Sierra Nevadas are actually the recalled ones, but I didn't return them. Gotcha. So this is a dangerous episode. Um, glass in the bottles. Oh, we were talking that about like that with, with Ryan. Well, yeah. bottoms up. <laughs> Can you plug me in there, buddy. Oh, back there. May I use your opener if you'd be so kind? Thank you. It's just a knife. I'm using a. <laughs> He's <term>. a savage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that he passed me the, the knife. Regardless, though, like <clears throat> this is weird with headphones. I didn't wear them last time either. You I haven't can, worn headphones for this in quite some time. You can. I mean, you could take them off. I could, but I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I bought. I was lent these fancy headphones, mm-hmm. so I'm going to try to use them. Because I, I don't know else to use them. Don't say the uh, Sennheiser HD one okay. some number. Here we go. Yeah. Some with number. The, the Were you also lent the lice that came with them? The <laughs> HD two eighty pros. Yes. Yes. Oh. Hey, can I have a can I have a no. a Hugo Pabruski? Sure. Which uh, glass or no glass? Ooh. Yes. Oh God. It's uh, the irony is that uh, the, there's one that has glass, and then there's one that is probably going to give me a a migraine. Right. Ooh. I went glass. Way, I'd go glass. Hurt you you want mine? I'll go migraine. I like IPS. I like the Saranacs. Oh, I'm sorry. I like the Sierra Nevadas, but I it's just the glass. It's the I drank of the four glasses. last time that I was fine. <laughs> oh so. yeah. All right. He's been slowly now. bleeding internally. <laughs> All right. Glass me. This is the Dark Side Records and Gallery Podcast. <laughs> So, uh, all right, hey everybody, welcome to the Dark Side Records podcast. Uh, I still haven't, I haven't figured out a great intro for this yet. Welcome to the Dark Side Records podcast. This is a monthly podcast brought to you by the folks at Dark Side Records, six eleven Duchess Turnpike in Poughkeepsie. That's us. This is a podcast about <laughs> music, sometimes, rarely, uh, news. More often than mm. not. Current events? Um, bullshit? This is a yeah, podcast that ends up talking about dicks. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, every podcast. And juggalos, from what I've heard. Uh, too. A lot, yeah. of, lot yeah. of juggalos, yeah. yeah. And JB's racist tendencies. Whoa, oh. that was one podcast. <laughs> and I'm just saying, it stands out in my mind, and I, I haven't gotten over it yet. Uh, I'm not behind that at all. <laughs> I don't want to be the racist one here. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, does anyone want to be the racist one? But I guess there are actually probably one, two, three, not it people. But so uh, I'm JB. I'm JJ. I'm Berto, and we have a special guest with us this week, the host of uh, I was going to say uh, one local Hudson Valley podcast, but I realized you guys actually you do two podcasts. We had to. We had. You to. had to. Yeah. You had to bring this up. Oh, oh God! Here we go. It still stings too. It, it hurts. Oh. A good friend of ours moved. He uh, moved to uh, yeah. Waterbury, so we can't do live from somewhere anymore, unfortunately. Why not? Uh, we just don't have the time. You know, he's, so he works. So we just call him Yoko? Is that yeah, yes, he, he is. Be, he okay. is the Yoko. He's a stupid adult. I know. God. Mm-hmm. Was he like the conversational rock? Was he the content? Oh, yes. God, did yes. Did he record it, or what was his? No, Mac did the work, but. Yeah, it was originally his idea. 
yeah. to, to do a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, we're on board. And then we decided to do, we should probably mention, yeah, Hudson Valley Legends came from <laughs> the downtime in between the Live From Subware podcast. So, wait, so you're like... <laughs> Produced, well done podcast was the bullshit of your bullshit podcast. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Yes. That, uh, I'm waiting for that turd to fall out of one of our buttholes here. <laughs> well, we kind of uh. got Dorkside, but that's yeah, okay. just as retarded that's as everything turd. else. No, yeah. I like Dorkside. It's really good. Dorkside uh-huh. is still pretty much yeah. this. You know, it's not that. Yeah, it just misses. Sometimes me. we're a little more focused. <laughs> you go into Dorkside with lists and guidance. We have a radio voice. I I think I do a little bit, yeah. Sometimes I don't. Can you do the? He tells so. me this. Can you do the weather? Do the weather? Do the weather? <laughs> do the weather? Oh God! Get your hand out of your pants first, and then I'll do the weather. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, we have a bunch of uh, events that are coming up here at Darkside Records that I just want to mention. But back to business. Uh, this weekend, in fact, we have three events that are coming up. That was JJ hitting the table. Sound effects. Yep. So, uh, you were talking about events. So we've got a couple of events <laughs> coming up this weekend. Uh, February 11th, that's this Saturday, we're mm. doing uh, our V-Day Vintage Sale. Mm. We're going to have a little uh, indoor flea market style event. and uh, I'm excited about that. We, uh, I talked to a couple of people who I know locally, and really, we just tried to put something together that's kind of like, uh, it's your pre-Valentine's thing. But, uh, you know, because it's us. Uh, I had to make it weird. So uh, we have we have a bunch of people coming, but we have uh, we have uh, vintage clothes vendors, specifically the bearded lady who used to have a thrift store here on uh, Raymond Ave. She's going to be coming. She has clothes. We have uh, old bones designs. She makes handmade jewelry and really strange dark art. She's really into the dark arts. That's Satan. Uh, we have um, thank you or Slytherin. Or Slytherin, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Fucking nerds. <laughs> get, Shut up. Get the, Just because you don't read books. Get the fuck on my other podcast already. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> two of you. Thank you to Frank McGinnis for this, but we have uh, a table that I think is going to be JJ's favorite. Probably. It's a, it's a taxidermy table. Oh. His company is called Black Bears on Bath Salts. <laughs> I enjoy this. Oh, my God. And he, Tony is super excited. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm so in. I cannot tell you how I am many hours all the money. <laughs> how many hours I've spent trying to find an exploded skull within my price range for this woman. Things you don't really think you're going to hear on a podcast yeah. is that sense. I yep. have and multiple times in the past looked into going to taxidermy school. I definitely have looked it up and thought, could I do this? So basically, he was going to hit his like midlife crisis in a few years, and he's going to just disappear for like no, a I month. I just thought it'd be fun. Come back with like, hey, I no, made all like, this stuff. There are totally like weekend courses where you could just go for like a Saturday and a Sunday, and then go back to your just regular. Let me have day. my fantasy about your descent into madness. No, it's taxidermy. cool too. They teach you like how to do it on mice. And yeah. I've looked into it too. It's, it's okay. You I'm not, I have nothing against taxidermy. I'm just predicting. You almost got glass in my beer. Uh, it's already <laughs> there. <laughs> We have uh, a woman named Joan Roth who makes uh, knitted hats, scarves, slippers, and such. She'll make you a pink pussy hat if you want a pink pussy hat. I don't know if she actually makes those, but now she's going to be helping. <laughs> God damn it, she will. <laughs> she ain't going to listen to this podcast, let's be real. Uh, there's a company called Riot Girl Creations, and they make cool, like, uh, or I should say maybe it's she. I don't know if it's a they. Probably one person. She makes like these cool uh, punk rock dolls. They're oh, all like one them. of a kind. They're and so cool. They're like goth and yeah. dark and strange. Yeah, I love them. I uh, saw you posted them. So you could like get one made of like yourself, Back like a then. teenage self, yeah. and you put it next to the picture of JB in the, <laughs> in the shrine. Uh-huh. 
It's a good idea. With the pieces of hair you've collected yep, yep, yep. out of his head. And the mask making him more Hey, he's got a beard now. Yeah. He's got a beard too. Yes, that's right. God, this is so... I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I feel so bad. And, uh, and I love it. And we have an artist from Beacon. His name is John Brainer, spelled with an E. Is that you? It's not me. Is that you? Not me. Is that me? Are you just uh, going to go around braining people all day? <laughs> <laughs> like, if I was going to do phone sex, that would be my phone sex name. John Brainer? John Brainer. You want to get some brain? It sounds too Call political. John Brainer. Would you bronze yourself first? It's phone sex. I, I don't even quit after the I mean, I could comes. tell them I'm bronzed. I see what you're doing, yeah, but okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying that's to scare all I wanted was validation. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's going to be from 12 to 6 on the 11th. Um, we have uh, live bands that are going to be playing after that. Uh, bands Cold Turkey, Paper Dots, and Mela 40. They're going to start probably around 6.30, so they'll come. Come for the vendor stuff. Stay for the bands. Yep. We're going to have uh, <laughs> some kind of a used sale that day. We're going to tie it all in with vintage and used things. And uh, and then the next day is uh, something that we've been talking about doing for a little while, but uh, we're having our NSFW coloring party. And what does that stand for, John Bryan Boehner? <laughs> <laughs> it stands for not so fast, Washington. Washington. <laughs> I do it slower. Not so fast, Washington. I just want to... Yeah, you, you, it's a hard comma. Okay. Uh, but so we do coloring nights here once a month with Hudson Valley Tattoo. Uh, this one is just us. And uh, what we're going to do it's is... It's got pussies, right? It does. <laughs> It's got, uh, we're going to do some vulva themed colorings, but really we're going to have uh, a coloring station and then we're going to have envelopes. A vulva station, right? <laughs> Is this, I feel like I should have been on the planning board of this one. I have some great ideas. <laughs> He's an idea. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have uh, envelopes and postage so that you can mail your uh, vulva illustrations to. Uh, Maybe a politician See, of your me. choice. Yeah, well, that's oh, good for I me because oh, that I like. But I've, you know, I've always, I've been a, I'm a very accomplished penis doodler, and I've always wanted to branch out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good for that. You know that, what? That's a sex Sunday. phone. JB, are we also going to have a photocopy yes, set up so you doodler. can literally send your vulva to your congressman if if you want? Okay. I mean, I don't have one, so penis doodler See? band name. I call it. Got all the good it. ideas. Look, Sunday's your time to shine, buddy. <laughs> this is your moment of glory. Why does that vagina have balls? I couldn't get away from the theme. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's 30 funny. years I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, is that the, not what a penis looks like? The other I s- have questions, Bob and Dad. The other side of it is that uh, it is going to be a fundraiser for Planned Parenthood. Oh, Of okay. the Hudson oh. Valley. Uh, correct. Of, of the mid-Hudson Valley. Sorry. Mid-Hudson Valley. And uh, so we're going to do a thing where uh, for all the donations that are collected, Darkside Records is going to match those donations 100%. That's awesome. And uh, I think there might be free condoms. The Oh, uh, actually, there's going to be someone from Planned Parenthood who's going to be here. Funny story about that. When trying to set this up with Planned Parenthood, we were asked if we were liberal enough to uh, hand out, for to let Planned Parenthood hand out condoms at the event. And we're like, you could go way further than that. It's yeah, fine. You're, you're fine. Yeah, if no you hire that porn star to put it on the banana, that's all good. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. We do that on Tuesdays, so mm-hmm. don't worry about that. <laughs> it's just JB, though. And a cup of Vaseline. No wonder why he asked hey, for Tuesdays off. John Brainer. Okay, that's my porn name. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, coming up after that, we got an open mic on the 19th. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Back to business. And uh, we got a coloring night with Hudson Valley Tattoo Company. No vulvas. There was a conversation today. Apparently, vagina is different than vulva. Do you know about this? You're the what's, local feminist. What's, what's the feminist thing? Is different. This, is this because I told a story about my friend who works for Planned Parenthood who corrected me? Maybe. I don't know. So uh, so I have, I have a friend who works for – she's an escort for Planned Parenthood uh, in the city. Yeah. GFE? She, she is uh, – <laughs> God, she that's is, unsexy. <laughs> uh, maybe the most badass woman uh, I have ever met. Um let me think about that. There might be somebody who's like an ultimate fighter or something that I just am forgetting. Mm-hmm. But uh, she is the person who uh, escorts people like from their cars oh, to, to the front door okay. while yeah, they're being cool. harassed by crazy pro-lifers and uh, very vocal opponents of Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And then she clued me in that uh, for Planned Parenthood, this is uh, an anniversary for them. I want to say it's 100 years. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Uh, but for it, they just released Planned Parenthood coloring books. Really? Oh, oh, that's cool. So it's like a perfect synergy. Synergy. I like that. Synergy. Yeah. I can't guarantee that there's going to be Planned Parenthood coloring books. I would love there to be Planned Parenthood coloring Wow. Planned Parenthood coloring books. Second bad day by coloring. He's reached the end of his tether this <laughs> evening. <laughs> this is what I do with my life. I just I just make band names. Planned Parenthood coloring books. Our friend Frank just changed his band name to American Film History. Ooh. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Frank McGinnis. I don't know if you know him. He changes on a whim. Oh. God, I hope he listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like four shout outs. I know. To. I know. This is good. So, uh, so you guys are the hosts of Hudson Valley Legends. That is correct. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, I suppose, won't you introduce yourselves sure. and, and tell the listeners, I am sure everyone who listens to this podcast already listens to you guys, but, you know, tell, tell a little bit about your, uh, about your podcast. Sure, I'd love to. I've never listened to you guys. I have a confession. I'm sorry. <sighs> the show is over. He needs to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So I'm Tony. I'm the writer and host of Hudson Valley Legends. Um, basically, our show takes on the weird urban legends and the strange history in the, in the community. Uh, we usually interview authors or basically anybody who's had some kind of strange occurrence um, locally. And Mike here can introduce himself. Yeah, I'm Mike. I'm the producer. I attempt to make all of that sound good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it you, does sound good. Yeah, you do a great job. Oh, great! Yeah, awesome. Yeah, Thank your, you guys. Your production you. quality is is well done. I mean, just clearly we run very different podcast ships yes, sailing yes. in the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but you guys, I I love your guys' content and the way you guys uh, present your podcasts. I always feel like we should be doing like uh, things like that for this. We should do like a I don't know like you know this month in record news, but it's gonna it's just stupid. If it doesn't feel authentic though, then mm. don't do it. You know, like yeah, it, I yeah. think it really only works with our subject. Sure, we, we've tried structure, and structure just does not work for us. Yeah, <laughs> see, I say go the other way here. with it. You know, balls to the wall, no plan for ours. For theirs. Oh, yeah. oh, God, yeah. No, no, that's, I that's love generally that. how, yeah. how it goes, yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, I listen to you guys every time it comes out. Every once in a while, he'll shuffle those papers, but nothing ever comes of <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. And on to other news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did uh, We did the Dead Radio podcast. Yeah, uh, we yes. just did one, too. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yes. And uh, they... Um, 
they're so much more like a uh, c- clearly they have radio experience yeah. sort of yeah. podcast. Yeah, like uh, that Ryan sits there and he actually has a board and he has sound effects queued oh, up and mm-hmm. like sweepers and music that he plays when people say certain <laughs> words. And I was like, Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, you are fucking overachieving in this. In I this actually basement. made him play one because I loved the shit story. Uh, sound cue that he had. Mm-hmm. So, and I had far too much whiskey in me by the, mm-hmm. you know, we were there for two and a half hours. And I was like, I, I need you to play the shit story one because I just, I love it so much. And then it wound up progressing into a half hour long shit story just because of that sound cue. Star- so, what I'm telling you, moi. you need a shit story cue. <laughs> that's what you need. <laughs> no, that's their bit. <laughs> I'm not stealing their shit. Well, they, hey, they said that you stole from them. I'm just saying. Wait, they said that we stole from them? That's right. What did they say we stole? I'm starting shit. Go. Oh my Start gosh. it up. Start it up. Oh, that's all they said. They were just sticking around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I should call off that hit. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped the gun. Well, so uh, so we actually were introduced to each other. I, I didn't realize this until you pointed this out earlier, but um, you've been coming to Darkside, and you, you've been a, a customer here. But specifically, uh, I guess when this podcast goes out, hopefully it'll, it'll be on Tuesday, February 7th. Okay. If not, it'll be like Tuesday the 14th, whatever. But in theory, this is going out on Tuesday the 7th, which is our used Tuesday, mm-hmm. when we put out all of our used vinyl CD movie uh, new arrivals that have come in over the past week. And when you came in today, uh, we pointed out that we had a couple Pearl Jam uh, first presses. Yes, I saw those. They were excellent. And uh, when I saw the price tag on them, that sounded really <laughs> familiar to me. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> that was actually, I think, the first time I really met oh, you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were very hesitant to buy my um, Lost Dogs album, and rightfully so. Not hesitant, just slightly skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> I don't As blame anyone you. anyone would be. Well, the, the hardest issue was that it was sealed. Yeah. So... Not Without be, because the only way to tell the difference between the fakes and the real ones was to look at the labels, mm-hmm. and yours was sealed, so that prevented me from doing that. I hung around the store, and like in my brain, I'm like walking around looking through vinyls. I'm going, "Did did I buy a fake? Did did I do this on purpose? <laughs> what, what was this?" And then I was so relieved when I found out that it was authentic. That so. totally happens though, like because there's plenty of shady distributors out there who will sell bootleg product sure. that. Looks pretty good to the original. Yeah. And um, so I would say, unbeknownst to some people, they do have bootleg copies of Rare Records. It's very mm-hmm. possible, too, because I had no idea where it came from. I just... I Didn't think you tell somebody... me like you might have bought it at like Best Buy or something when I it really came out? I think I bought it in like a Best Buy or something like that when... Yeah, right when it came out, because I was a huge Pearl Jam fan at the time. So funny. <laughs> Well, even uh, we... That was the best by leaving my body. <laughs> uh, we saw a, a bootleg recently where there's a parental advisory, uh, you know, sticker mm-hmm. that oh, was yeah. printed into the jacket. And apparently that was a sticker that was physically stuck to the original. And that then... They scanned. Right. They scanned. And then oh, had the... Wow. And now it's printed into it on all the bootlegs. And that's one of the signs. Which one was that? That was a Queens of the Stone Age song oh, for the okay. death. That's got to be hard to figure that out when people bring their shit in, though. Yeah, I mean, particularly with sealed records. Sure, yeah. Um, like, often sealed Elvis records are a problem because there's so many variations in Elvis, but they never really change the cover art oh, okay. or the catalog number. So without actually seeing the label, you can't tell 
what's what. Right. Which can make a big difference to the Elvis record for sure. Sure. And I imagine that Elvis collectors are, you know, neurotic enough to keep them sealed. Yeah, some of them are. And like some of them keep them sealed for no good reason too. Like yeah. more often than not you open one up and it's like the nineteen eighties flexi disc version where it's like, you know, <laughs> just paper thin and gold label as opposed to the RCA dog and everything. Yeah. But so that's how that is how uh, I guess originally we met. And you guys mm-hmm. were on uh our Black Friday episode of oh, our yes. uh, yeah. of our podcast. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I do have to say the it it took a little while for that Mr. Hanky album for the stench to really reach full capacity. <laughs> it wasn't fresh out of the box, but once you get that thing spinning, I was so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not. It, I, I, I wouldn't call it a poop smell. I'd call it like a. Like well, a, it wasn't supposed to be poop, I later read. It, it was just supposed to be brown-scented. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. brown-scented, which it's, it's... Isn't that what the sticker says? Yeah, brown-scented yeah. brown yeah. brown like, vinyl. It yeah. was on a brown-scented vinyl, and I would call it like a Play-Doh-y smell. It hmm. smelled brown. It smelled... But it was yeah. potent. I don't understand it, what that means. <laughs> what, what smells brown? Yeah. I. You know, it tastes like blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's raspberry. <laughs> now, why is... Sidebar, why is blue raspberry a thing? I don't. I, I don't anybody? fucking know. No, I have no idea. In nature? No, it's not it a thing in nature, in nature. But like it's so a many, like slushy. Yeah, they're invention. blue raspberry. Well, there's a there's a blackberry, which is like a blue raspberry, but it's purpley. It's like a it's like a blueberry. But yeah. it tastes yeah. nothing like blue but it raspberry. Nothing like, like blue raspberry. Yeah. Huh. I used to buy, in my formative years. Um, the liter, I think it was a liter, of Stewart's blue raspberry drink. Oh, the blue drink. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I used to like drive up to the lake, and I would just like chug on the blue raspberry as I drove. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Fucking <Yeah>. disgusting. <laughs> it was horrible. That shit would, is so sugary. I would still be doing things like that if it wasn't for her. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told no. <laughs> <laughs> no blue drink. No, I do. I have to stop you, like when you go shopping. Like you're the one that I had to give you a two item list. And I'm like two digs. All right, let's go. Yeah, because you you buy like crazy freezer food shit, mm-hmm. like a party pack oh, of like burritos. What? Oh, <laughs> yeah. First off, the burritos. The I thought you said Doritos, and no. I was like, "What is a frozen Dorito?" No, oh no, burrito. That'll be a thing soon, I'm sure. If you can't cook it in a microwave, I I can't be bothered. What am I, Gordon Ramsay here? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that much yelling? <laughs> I feel like you are just uh, like a PSA for not going grocery shopping stoned. Yes. I, yeah. Nailed it. Yep. I got blue drink and nachos and gummy bears. Um, well, since we're talking about frozen food. I've been angry about something frozen food related for years. Wow. Oh. Some, this you know what really grinds my gears? Yeah, exactly. This is the grinds my gears segment. Anybody, not you, but... Woo. Not you. Oh, thank God. Jesus. Stouffer's French bread pizza. Did ever buy mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yeah. 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 In my youth. You, you know what I'm talking about. I know, I know Stouffer's, yes. Is it circular? Is it like an Elio? No, no, it's, it's, it's like, like a, um, it's like a baguette. French bread, yeah. Like a fat baguette. i never seen that. It comes. It's, it comes two in a box, mm-hmm. and when you cook them, if you're OCD like me, you have to cook them opposite ends from each other because mm-hmm. there's a curved end on one side. Mm-hmm. But so they used to make a five cheese white pizza, Ooh. 
that was the only one worth buying. The only one worth buying. <laughs> and I would, I, would, I would actually stop myself from buying because I would go, okay, I'm going to get two or three of them. I'll put them in the freezer. I'll have them. Then I'd eat one consecutively each day. Not intending to. But then suddenly I kind of moved down here. They became harder to find. Stop and Chop didn't carry them. But Price Chopper under at nine did. Wait, wait. You ate one pizza a day? One frozen <laughs> no, pizza? No, no, no. Like I was going to let it slide. I was saying... It's like the ass end of a baguette. So it's like this It's like this, this big. <laughs> I'm not saying that I ate... That's all I ate. I'm just saying when I bought them... It's like a six-inch pizza. I know what he's talking about. It was part of his well-balanced breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you know me, you know I don't have any good eating habits, really. Uh, Where was that week you were off soda? I'm pretty much off soda. Okay. But, uh, yeah, regardless... I, you sidetracked me. Now it's five, gone. Five, five cheese white. Five cheese white. Yeah. Uh, the, the Stover's people, if you're listening, let's <laughs> let's are. send some let's my way. <laughs> <laughs> I like. So wait, your gripe is that you just can't find it? Uh, that, no, it's discontinued. <laughs> like they don't make it anymore. Oh, if you I've been to the website. Now, <laughs> I was going to say, have you looked into this? <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's a it's you know a necessarily an equal exchange here. But have you tried moving over to the Celeste? Pizzas. Fucking garbage. Fucking garbage. <laughs> all right, all right. Also, you mentioned Elio's mm-hmm. garbage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, totally. The bread tangle of pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Homestar? That, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, very nice. I knew it. I used to get, uh, I know no one gives a shit about this, but I used to get these, um, uh, God, what the fuck were they called? Uh, I think they were called like pizza pizzazzes, and they were made by Neil Mintz. Uh, the Prince of Tofu, Tofuti, and they were like frozen pizzas, and they were vegan, and they tasted like, you know, they were basically like a sub out for uh, like Elio's, which I always felt like Elio's themselves were so shitty so that shitty. really, it's just like the yeah. tiniest I'm pretty step sure Elio's away. were vegan. Yeah, exactly. But it just, they always, uh, A, gave me the shits, and B, uh, always left this very strange, like, Almost like metallic-y taste in my mouth afterwards, and uh, I had to just like I just had to stop eating them because I was. That's kind of the gamble, though, when you go into the like frozen vegan vegetarian section. You're you're playing a game <laughs> with your ass. I mean, there's there's yeah. no question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was vegetarian for about like two years, and then I discovered I fucking love burgers. And then, um, <laughs> but when I used to try like. You know, try to do the lazy route and buy like you know prepackaged you know vegetarian food. It was always a disaster. It's pretty yeah. much yeah. Anything that's it, like the processed frozen shit is all garbage. It's yeah. fucking horrible. Now, now bringing it home with burgers. Uh, <laughs> have you guys heard the good news about the White Castle microwavable burgers? Go on. All right. So I have purchased them many a time. So here's here's the best. <laughs> that, now now maybe you you know about this, but the amount of time it takes to make as many burgers as you want is only one minute. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because it takes longer to eat them than it does to cook them. Because <laughs> you only have to pop them in for one minute. You open up one side of the bag. So if you put 20 in a microwave... No, what I'm all... saying is you could be just eating burgers the entire time you're trading out the bags of the microwave. How high <laughs> So the, the longest wait you have <laughs> the is that first one. Is mm-hmm. that first one. Mm-hmm. A maximum it. of 60 seconds exactly. wait. A maximum of 60 seconds wait before you've got a burger feast. Really, it's all about efficiency. It is. <laughs> Some people are efficient at the gym. Some people are efficient with how they eat their White Castle. Yes. Well, isn't White Castle also pretty efficient because that's the reason they punch those holes in them yes, so they cook, cook faster? they cook faster that way. 
Mm-hmm. That's a fun fact. Also, they come out your asshole in a solid maybe 10 to 12 minutes, so it's also very efficient <laughs> cleaning your bowels out. Actually, that's incorrect. There is nothing solid about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you once give onion rings to a homeless guy in White Castle? Yeah, was you it? were with me. Yeah, that's right. Really <laughs> we went to... We, he was in the White Castle? Yeah, we yeah, had... Yeah, he um, was just kind of loitering. We had just gotten home from Nashville. I think I was the first trip to Nashville. And yeah. uh, we were like, oh, we just ate fried food all week. Uh, so let's what go better get to way White to wrap Castle up this in, business in Yonkers or something. <laughs> so we were in White Castle, and there's this homeless guy. It was just, it was the Yonkers White Castle. It might have been the Westchester. It was just right outside the city, like yeah. right yeah. outside the city. Yonkers, Yonkers. Yonkers. yeah. And it, it might have been White Plains. I'm not sure. Yonkers. Yeah, we, we we were leaving JFK. No White Castle. And, uh, White I just just to paint the picture. I feel like head. you can you could still see the city. Like we weren't that far. Yeah, out. we could see the city. I'm for fairly sure. certain there was bulletproof glass over the. Uh, no, no, there no, wasn't. no. Okay. Because, Not that one. Well, because that's where I grew up. And oh, uh, really? Yeah, I was I was born in White Plains. I was and born in the White Castle in White Plains. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, I, I loved I loved White I Castle right. growing up. And there was definitely nothing above. Yeah, because we had to Yonkers. go under. L train, like an L train. To yeah, we we were still in the Bronx when, mm-hmm. when, yeah, when okay. we went mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I think Yonkers is like the most north one, mm-hmm. and then you, as you go south, there's more. What about a Nyack? Hmm. <laughs> oh, I see. You're going geographic little, location. Little west, yeah. okay. okay. I know where the White Castles are. <laughs> so we were in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we stopped and we got burgers and onion rings or something, and I don't know. I had I had too many burgers, and um, oh, I got the, I got the was that where I got chicken rings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would just that was oh god. There was a guy who this was This sounds like a bad idea. Y- yeah, thank you. I no, realize that now. <laughs> There's a guy just clearly like, minute down on his whatever and he had enough for like he had like a dollar and I don't know what that got him, but it got him something and he was sitting down like, eating it really slowly and it was full and I was just like watching this guy, people were avoiding him purposely. And I was just like, Alright. So we we got up and he was super sketchy, so I didn't actually want to talk to him because he's like smelly and all that kind of stuff. So we just kind of like looked at him and we slid our extra food onto his table and like my <laughs> my half full drink, and we just walked out. <laughs> did he even say, "Hey"? But you didn't have that moment. With we him? did not speak, no, and he didn't no. speak to me because like, it was. If I I can't remember. I think did he, he was know like, "Know it was for him?" Or did I feel he like he was a little. He it. was a little crazy too. Like, yeah, oh, was, okay. he was giving the employees shit. Like the okay. employees were like. Oh, Jerry. Like that kind of <laughs> oh, he was known. He was yeah. 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 Well, this reminded me. Has anybody ever thought about being a phone sex operator? <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. as a career choice? Just uh, No, as like a side, Recreationally? Like a side piece. Uh, a side, side piece. piece. Yeah, just not, like not supp- for play. supplemental income. Yeah, just, yeah, just for a little, for yeah. drinking yeah. money. Or whatever money. Does that still exist? It does, because I looked into I it not it, that I long ago. I thought it was ago. all replaced with, like, webcams and shit like that. Well, no, there's also, like, texting services, and I thought, I could do that. Oh, oh I could do that yeah, in a minute. Yeah, yeah. That'd be so easy. Put your tongue on it. <laughs> okay, what kind of record did you want? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'd look at her phone. Are you cheating on me with, like, 50 dudes? <laughs> I'm not even angry. <laughs> it's okay, honey. They think I'm a 19-year-old co-ed. <laughs> They think my name is Gary. I knew a girl who was a phone sex operator by night. She like she had just had a baby. She was a stay at home mom, and it was like this thing where she called from her home phone, but she called like a number to like a log switchboard. in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then she had a, you know she had an alter ego, and she would just you know 
watch TV on like low or mute, and she would just sit there on the couch and like, <laughs> like Hi, be a phone text operator. Yeah, all that wow. shit. Wow. Yeah. See, I feel like uh, I, I've questioned this. I've questioned whether like nine hundred numbers. I've been lied to my do, whole life. Do, do they still exist? Like, do, is that yeah, still must. a thing? I think yeah. if you watch like late night. <clears throat> basic cable you can still see those commercials oh i used to fucking love those, those i haven't had cable in a while but i even like it was even like three or four years ago if you watch comedy central like after midnight yeah. Yeah. there's still like oh i'm so lonely <laughs> i remember <laughs> being a kid and like line. stay over at my grandma's house apartment in manhattan and like us? after yeah <laughs> that one <laughs> um you know like after letterman went off it was all these just infomercials about like phone sex and right. shit, but they were always like like tastefully suggestive. It's like a lady laying down. Yeah, she's always you know? wearing like a dress yeah. and heels, yeah. but yep. she's laying down, talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. Call there, me, I'm so lonely. There's no game like that anymore. Like I've just found out that someone I know does those um, like sex webcam things, mm-hmm. and who is it? Oh no. <laughs> Continue. No, okay. No fucking way. <laughs> Is that before or after he's done operating the microwave? <laughs> <laughs> All right, babe, I'm going to the webcam. <laughs> what are you doing with that burrito package? I'm full of White Castle and I'm good to go. I'm ready to go. No. Make, make a sound like you're sticking it in your mouth. No problem. But no, it's crazy because like those old commercials, you know, had like kind of just a suggestive older cougar lady on the couch, you mm-hmm. know, like now, like I find out that this girl I know is like, tip me 50 coins and I'll suck his dick. And it's like, it's, like, um, it's amazing. Like she's coins. Yeah. Coins. They, they, mm-hmm. they like pay like prior. Like a so Bitcoin they coin or something. Not or? a Bitcoin. No, it's like you put in like, let's say you put your credit card in, you get like, I don't know, you put $10 in, you get. Whatever, five hundred coins. Here's fifty coins for you and all your well, personal has, information for us. <laughs> well, she said she has like a list of the things she'll do. So, like for five coins, she'll show her boob. For ten, a co- boob or boob. I don't. I like to think a boob. See, it makes it she, funnier. That's how she doubles it up. You see? Yeah, that's you what, yeah. One for five, two for eight. Two for eight. <laughs> right. Fucking, <laughs> fucking gold digger. <laughs> but then, like, it, once it gets to the point where it's like, if you tip me whatever a thousand coins, me and my boyfriend will, you know, screw on screen for you, and it's like. You you like work with children during the day. She's a teacher. Go on. Uh, she, I, it's hot, right? <laughs> okay, I, I think I'm narrowing this down to who I think it is already. Go ahead. Uh, did you? What? Did you? Could just continue. Okay. Just continue your story. Okay. Were you watching her last night too? That's none of your business. <laughs> Very personal. By Very the way, personal. can I borrow twenty bucks for some coins? <laughs> Sounds like Mario to me. Yeah, it, you I have mean, to complete a bling, mission bling, bling, and then bling. you get some How coins. How cute would that be though? If she was dressed like Mario. She had like a little like coin box thing with her. I think it'd be cute. See what I, I was surprised with with um, every time he he went full tip, it made that that box sound like you're getting a coin. <laughs> no, really, like you've you've gotten into the perfect interface <laughs> for <laughs> for a like a a, a, a video like chat site. Which is like it's the Mario question block, and if you want to hit coins, you just hit that with your mouse and go ding ding ding. Yeah, exactly. There's now, like mushrooms and fire flowers. The currency and- on Tinder is roses. Which oh I thought yes, what was interesting before we started dating? I tried the Tinder, which you know for me is just a waste of time. The Tinder. The Tinder. I was gonna say you just dated yourself by calling it the Tinder. The Tinder. <laughs> the <laughs> Facebook. Try that Tinder. I'm gonna go to the Walmart's. Uh, <laughs> and they would have like. Oh my! Uh, Sixty-five roses for GFE, and I had to look. I'm like, "What the fuck is GFE?" 
And, uh, girlfriend experience. Girlfriend yeah. experience. Yeah. I'm not on Tinder. So. I, had no, <laughs> I had no idea. And I'm like, first off, like, I'm already paying for sex. I don't need the GFE. If I was paying wait, for what? sex. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? Wait a minute. Hold on. He's if lost over that wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. Like he's a school teacher is, by day. This is <laughs> hypothetical. He didn't throw up the edit. It's good. It's good. Let it yeah. go. <laughs> I don't need the delusion of, of uh, the girlfriend. Okay, but what were you paying for? <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Yeah, so, Sixty-five hold on. roses. So, so the roses is like uh, dollars. It's dollars. Yeah, it's dollars. So Sixty-five you, bucks. You give money to Tinder now? No, no, no. no, no. no. So no. he's saying that you'll come across a profile and the girl will be really attractive and she'll be she's like, "Hey, what's That's, going on?" Yeah. yeah, and then you'll start messaging and she goes, "Well, for sixty-five roses, I can give you GFE." Yeah, like why did so, this girl for sixty-five who's bucks way, way out of my league that just swiped right on me? Right. Which is the the hey, I'm into you sort of. Gesture. That wasn't the part but they you were. Never see pictures of her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, no, what is going on? I'm like, sixty-five roses for GFE. What the hell is this? Huh. And I'm, it's just—it's a sixty-five-dollar prostitute. I'm—I'm I'm learning. I feel, I feel like that's a steal. Yeah, I don't really know right. prostitute yeah. like rates these. No, days. We can tell the smiles. Sorry, I don't think you're getting like sexual favors out of that. <laughs> you're just getting like the someone to hang out with you and. Sort of. No, for sixty-five dollars. Yeah. No, they're gonna fuck you. No, really? No, no does, question. Wait, That's wait. a prostitute. Wait, wait. I also, I just picked a number out of my head. I'll let, let's. Oh, <laughs> okay. It could be. I was taking this as fact. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so wait. So GFE is not. It it, it includes sex, but it's I, it also the girlfriendy sex. stuff. It's got to be an escort. Like a yeah, like an well, like apparently you're to take this woman out to a, uh, to dinner. <laughs> so you we're going to the White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> it's it micro- microwave. My microwave. <laughs> Did you know <laughs> it only takes one minute to have a burger piece? I should just sit there like, oh god, this should have been two hundred rounds. And I can keep going and going <laughs> and going. <laughs> we got to go back to Price Chopper. Oh my god, there's only thirty in the box. So. You're you're gonna need a lot more roses. <laughs> <laughs> She's got molten cheese burns. <laughs> oh, it's my dice man. Sorry, oh, that was a good dice. dice man. Uh, yeah, Andrew Dice Clay, uh, Dice Man. I never heard him refer to as. I never heard man. Dice Man. Yeah, I feel like he called himself the Dice Man. Did he? Like uh, in, his, in his heyday, you know. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing now. I'm trying to be a serious he's, actor. I think he's in but. Vegas. He's in Vegas. Oh no, that's right. Yeah, he's done with Vegas. He's doing some shitty. I just saw him on now. like Fallon or something. Yeah. Is he still? I guess doing that was dice? maybe a year ago. But yeah, he was doing Dice. It was weird. It seemed dated. Yeah. He's stuck in Dice forever. Well, you know? he had, yeah. He had, he had kind of a Dice resurgence for a little bit, yeah. even. Yeah. Which uh, his was podcast certain... actually. So really. His podcast was funny for about fifteen minutes, which is standard for Andrew Dice Clay, and then yeah. it was. Yeah. Just awkward and uncomfortable. Like his wife clearly doesn't love him, and it's just awkward. they're just fighting. Oh, and Jesus. yeah, it's wow. just really sad and awkward. And when he has her on the podcast, yeah, but she's like wandering around in the back making him food, and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's that so would be exactly like a bit he would work out for his podcast, just to like make it sad and weird. Is like you know, like they would work out the whole thing. Yeah, the time, be like, I'm going to be Dice Man, and then you go and you just treat me like shit from the back and. I I think you're giving him too much stuff. credit. Oh, no, no, no. See, I don't know. That's the thing about Andrew Dice Clay is like his his whole persona is a character that he created. And like it, he cashed in on it. Like he's not like that. It, it's all fiction. You know, that that Dice Man. I, I, I mean, is his name e- even actually no, Andrew Clay? No, no. He's got a very um, 
Jewish name. Yeah, I want to say like he uh, his Merv. story is something like <laughs> and, and please someone fact check me, correct me on this, but I want to say Klavik. His uh, his story is something that like you know he was performing characters and he did this character Andrew Dice Clay in a comedy club and somebody said that's your character do that no it was and an impersonation of John Travolta and then he got such a response from it there he started go. to transform yeah. it yeah and uh, and then Weird. he just he like cashed in on it and that's what he's been doing so I think to have him like create this whole perception on his podcast would be exactly something he would do his name is Andrew Clay. Silverstein. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Not Merv? Not Merv. No, I kind of want to hear Andrew Dice Clay's podcast. I didn't even know that existed. I didn't either. Yeah. I mean, it does <laughs> not get glowing reviews. No. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this table. Yeah, it's a little uncomfortable. Speaking, <laughs> of, un- speaking of uncomfortable, JB, I will say that I thought Sausage Party was really a delightful family film. Uh, a delightful romp? Mm-hmm. That's not shocking to me that you would say that <laughs> at all. I, I I honestly expected you to say like, oh, yeah, that didn't actually. That was very passe. I don't know passe, but I didn't think it was like uh, outrageous or anything. I it was it was just too a, long, a little too long. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. They could have cut out the musical number. I think <clears throat> at the end. The beginning, no, the end, the, the fucking was maybe the funniest part. Yeah, the, the, oh, the, the fucking of the food, yes. That was amazing. I keep hearing about the fucking of the food so at the I, end. So I watched it. Um, I only me? watched that. <clears throat> in, <laughs> I know you wanted to watch that. But no, um, I only watched the ending, and um, it was fucking hilarious. But I kind of knew that the rest of the movie probably wouldn't hold up after seeing that. So I just kind of let it go. Oh, cool. It's sounds, full sounds, of like like, sounds like I would have enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of, like, entertaining moments. But as yeah. a whole thing, it's just you know, too long. Like, long. It, it seemed like it'd be like a really cute, like, short movie. Like a really like a short film. Yeah, like a 20 minutes. Like yeah. 30 minutes, maybe. Yeah. See, she's always, like, we, we fight on music, art, you know, movies all the time. But she's just operating on such a different level when it comes to movies than me. You can't bring that, this up when we're talking about Sausage Party. This is true. But <laughs> why not? I think we're getting in some insight here. Oh. <laughs> but she's just, you know, she sees all these subtle things, and and she's a lit major, so she sees all these subtle things, and I'm just like, uh, it's a good story. Like comedies, she, I, I love everything. She's I very don't picky, like very picky comedies. about yeah, her comedies. I, I am as well. Yeah, because I'm, she, you know, she doesn't like comedies. Say they're all. She doesn't like, like joy. It's mostly and laughter. Well, no, because comedies say yeah. they're they're basically lightly edited. Uh, improv, yeah. improv, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I get why somebody would like that, but me, I'm just like, yeah, no, it's. I know it's formulaic, but well, it's funny you bring that up because even uh, like I love a lot of like '80s comedies, yeah. And yeah. watching them now is so strange, yeah. and and it's like there are these like these trends that they go through that you know like comedy movies specifically. What was found funny at the time how they presented that on screen yeah. and like kind of um, also like how much they were at the mercy of audiences and pop culture and kind of what was like trendy. So it's funny, like, like when I watch blues brothers, you know, uh, I love blues brothers. <laughs> I mean, you laugh a few times. Yeah. It's, it's funny in this, in this really bizarre way. And there's so much story, yeah. you know, yeah. there's like, you know, sadness and characters and development and then, uh, like, for me, I think my least favorite is, like, 
early 2000s comedies. Mm. Me too. Anything like with Anna movie. Faris, and I'm so sorry to Anna Faris, but like all her <laughs> fucking movies, like the scary movies and all that sort yeah. of shit, yeah. I fucking yep. hate them the so satire much. comedies, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I realized that, that like during that period, like it was more like slapstick oriented. Yeah. And now you're correct. Like improv comedy movies are like the thing. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, and then the 80s, it was like, it was like they wrote. It was a story, you know, and they and they had jokes well, written remember, into the story. Uh, an example I can pull from that is when I watched the reboot of Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and I tried to go into it with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I waited till I saw it on like Amazon or something. I could just stream it, but I think it was like fifteen minutes in, and they had to resort to like a dick joke that Bill Murray and Harold Ramis never would have fucking touched. Yeah, like just, they, there was there's that craft to the writing isn't there anymore. There's nothing clever about it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's different now, you know. Mm-hmm. Which and uh, and I get that it's you know writing styles different, filmmaking is different. How they how they approach comedies in general is totally different. And uh, I also saw Ghostbusters. I think mm-hmm. I saw it at the South Hills actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that rating scale doesn't apply here. The wrong podcast. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, but I I saw it uh, in the theater, and I did the same. Where I was like, I'm going to give it a chance. Mm-hmm. I'm going in with low expectations. Uh, but I feel like, truthfully, like the most hate that was directed towards it before it even came out was just this internet garbage, you know. The trolls picking on exactly. the like, right. chick cast and, and so stuff. I, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to ignore all the hating on this movie, and I'm just going to go in, and I'm going to open, have an open mind and watch it. And I, uh, I would say, uh, you know, I was uh, underwhelmed with the movie. I, None I, of my disappointments had anything to do with the cast, either. It, it was I, all just the... the substance of the film yeah i don't know it's like um like he's really into judd apatow movies and for me it's like it's like watching five friends tell inside jokes to one another for a scene that goes on way too long and it's just not funny it's, it's not that far off from his <laughs> model yeah his movie making i mean I, I really haven't watched a lot of his films because i all it took was it was knocked up one of his mm-hmm. yeah yeah i walked out of that i couldn't i couldn't do oh, it. i love that movie i, I couldn't do movie. it yeah. no it just so we argue on so many i i enjoyed knocked up this is 40 i couldn't really get into yeah that one i didn't like as well i didn't i liked some judd apatow things but knocked up was eh. yeah i think knocked up came out i was in college and it really it you know before it, that I'm pretty sure I was in college, or maybe I was just watching it again when I was in college and realizing that it is just a horror film for a man under the age of 21. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I might, like, I might rewatch it on that. I am looking at my last weekend, and oh my god, i got to change my name. 2007 okay, was knocked up. Yeah. Oh, since we're talking about the early 2000s, can, can we? I'm really excited. Uh, okay. the, is there, am I supposed to know what the segue is? Yes. Oh, wrote shit. It down. I did? You wrote the I wrote shit it down. down. Yes. Wrote it down. I told you he doesn't go to my notes. goddamn notes. You go to my notes. Where the fuck? It was about being a creep. Well, let's just edit this part out, and you just lead in like we never talked about it. <laughs> no, she can't, because she's a fake. <laughs> she never said <laughs> edit. Because she's a pro. <laughs> Far from uh, it. We had a funny conversation the other day. We did. I, um, okay. So, I was going through some old stuff in my parents' house and I came across some photos from about 2002 and Go on. I was looking through it. I was very young in 2002. Um, <laughs> as I was looking through it, I saw somebody that I'm pretty sure was a familiar face. I was 21. You would have been 21 in 2002? Okay, I was 13. So... The story why, got a lot weirder. Wow. Why do mm-hmm. I have a photo of you in 2002? Look, it's way better than the other way around. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> 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 
my uh, my folks owned a deli back then, and um, we were in Hark Plaza, and oh. WPDH was doing an event for a sports store. I think it was called Bases Loaded, if I remember correctly. And as a, that's at the time where you have like cameras that you know have film that you have to develop. So I had to kill out the roll, and I had one picture left. And I remember seeing a bunch of guys dicking around outside doing the WPDH thing, so I took a picture. Oh, you thought he was dreamy. I actually did think you were kind of cute. I, I think it, I think it's you. I think it's you. I'm still oh, not a hundred. I'm so hoping be. this is a picture of him eating really, a sandwich. Yeah, this is a big setup for if this, this picture is. A, I know. I'll be so fucking bummed, but I'm I'm ninety percent sure this is you. So here so, we go. So you have a photo. This I is think. Oh my around. god, it's him. Wait. I know from here it's him. Is that him? <laughs> I saw the. It, I think I have it's a similar it's, photo that somebody else gave me. So this is from. 2002. 2002. This is on actual printed Kodak That's film. That's correct. Oh, we didn't know school. each other at we all. We didn't know. No I idea. was working in radio. I guess I should look to see if it's actually me. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> God. <laughs> Pass it down. Holy shit. I remember this. No, you do not. I remember that shirt. <laughs> this is so bizarre. So I, I was a... Who the fuck is that kid in the background? I don't know. He was working with you, though. I do know that. Wow. Wow. Here you go. You can send it down. <laughs> this is going to be the cover photo of the so let, yep. I just I need oh, you to know, me, though. Let me take a picture of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to know that I was, at that time, I had gigantic frizzy brown hair with green streaks in it, probably wow. a Slipknot t-shirt, and 54-inch size pants. It doesn't so really you'd... narrow it down for the time period. It yeah. does not. Yeah. It does yeah. not. But That's the best part of us. We would yep. not have hung That's... out in high school. No. Me and her. <laughs> so that is you. That is you. That is him. That's the crazy eyes. That's you know hysterical. <laughs> That's like if you're on your way to become a Wayne Static lookalike yeah. model. Yeah. That would be yeah. <laughs> This is like I was I was listening and to And that's like, why I thought he was cute. This <laughs> <laughs> is missing the platform womp. shoes. I was like uh I think I was like uh I was I was doing a lot of drugs and uh I was listening to a lot of uh like terrible metal. Like I was listening to like Soulfly. Oh god, me all too. The time. See, and, so that's uh, that's what happened. I felt the connection. That's that's oh, what it was. Well, Congratulations, JB. You could have had a thirteen year old girl. I know. What are you, what are you doing to me? You stay away from my thirteen year old who's now twenty nine year old girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Little time warp fight here. Wow. I'm gonna kick your ass for shit you did fifteen years well, ago. Well, first I'm gonna build a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had this picture the whole time. <coughs> Excuse me. And you were unaware. Yeah. You just you happened to find this recently, and you're like, that looks like that fucking bearded guy that's exactly what happened i i was i don't believe that i think she's had it and cherished it all these years <sighs> he was dreamy no i <laughs> i honestly i can't even blame her I, mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can make this worse it was amongst pictures from a sleepover i had gone to <laughs> oh my she was trading trading the picture with all her mm. girlfriends this is so bizarre it's this is like weird. finding this is like finding out that you know your dad had a mistress and has a secret second life, you know? It's like, <laughs> like this, it's so weird to find a picture of yourself that you didn't know existed that's been in some other family's <laughs> shit. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't in, like, an album. I didn't cherish years. it. It was just, it was hidden in a closet, but... <laughs> the spank bank. Holy shit, this is so funny. I can't wait. I gotta, I can't wait to show this to some of my radio friends. I'm, I'm working for WBDH, which is where I worked at the time, mm-hmm. where when I got out of college, I went to work for, um... What was Cumulus Media, uh, WRV and WPDH, and yeah, I did I did all these live events. God damn it! 
Wow, I was probably so. Well, stoned. that that's yours. I don't I don't need that photo anymore. You are times no, 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 times have changed. No, no, no. She got it all scanned. It's a, yeah, I've got it. it. It's on my phone. It's my background right now. So <laughs> she blew it up. I have to wear the mask sometimes. <laughs> 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 I poke holes in the eyes so I can see what I'm doing. Oh, 2002. JB. She puts her Slipknot T-shirt back on. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> big UFO pants. <laughs> Hey, if you you still have those, you could fucking you could sell that shit. What Slipknot T-shirts from that period? Oh God, I have so many. Yeah, it's, yeah, but they're from when I was like a gross teenager. No, they're they're so probably bring, old bring them in and here. Icky. We'll we'll throw them on our rack. I have we'll, some tour shirts. God, for fuck's sake, wash them first. <laughs> well, no, I. <laughs> Or ever. <laughs> crusty goth teen. Speaking uh, of that, so, small segue here. Aaron has decided that. She wants to give up all her pop T-shirts. She has like a large Rubbermaid tub full of Backstreet Boys and Sync yeah. and Britney Spears T-shirts. Mm-hmm. She's been talking about this for a while. She says we can have them. She's committed to it finally. She says she doesn't need them. She can have it. We can have them. Wow. I, ha- I have a Millennium tour shirt. I could throw oh. at you. Yeah. I have a Willennium T-shirt. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd be really happy if you did. <laughs> Yeah, we would not have hung out in high school, but we make it work now. I was a I was a pop punk, and then a little bit of the uh, post hardcore scene. The divisions mm-hmm. back was, then were much stronger than uh, yes, they are now. They, yes. Yeah, no, it's they're true. still there, man. No, they're totally I don't think so. so. Really? Dude. Listen, no, think about it, think about it in this term. JB, stop acting like you have a lot in common with teenagers. You're already in <laughs> hot water this evening. <laughs> just, uh, just pretend you're you ignorant mean, of the whole thing. You mean me 14 years ago was in hot water? <laughs> yes, I can only imagine it's gotten worse. Think about the divide, let's say in like 2001, 2002, between like rock or metal, whatever you want to call that era, new metal, mm-hmm. and hip-hop. Yeah. No. Those two no. crowds never mixed. Are you or, fucking kidding me? That's a bullshit. That's a lie. No, that, you told me the Limp Biscuit fans didn't mix with the Eminem fans. They were one and the same. Not where I came from. No, because yeah. Eminem was always dissing Fred Durst and Marshall Mathers LP. They still listen to the same shit. Come on. Actually, I, mean, to, I, think to be fair, I think you're wrong. I mean, no, having been in high school at that time, I think you're as wrong. As someone who wore. A- <laughs> <laughs> As someone you were flashing thirteen-year-old girls at delis. <laughs> As someone who wore a backwards red cap in that time period, I did listen to Eminem and Limp Bizkit at the same time. So really, fourteen years later, it's just the red hat has turned around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was listening to Blink One Eighty Two, and then I upgraded to like Thursday. I was super emo. I thought you were going to do the Jurassic Park theme song there. Well, I mean, uh, where, did, where did you grow up? Carmel, actually. Okay. Carmel. I, uh, but see, like, and it's also, uh, uh, see, it, like, you grew up around here. I grew up in Westchester. Mm-hmm. And even, like, there's something about the Hudson Valley, and especially during that time period, where, like, the Hudson Valley is always very big into punk and hardcore. Yeah, there's like a scene, and that yeah. was like the peak of the that of was the, a good time of the hardcore scene. Good time to be alive. Yeah, like bands were getting signed out of Poughkeepsie. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, and you know where I grew up, like we had fucking we had bullshit. We didn't have anything to listen to. We didn't have bands or anything that were around. Like we had to you know like go to the city or go north. Yeah. Um, and uh, I wonder, like you grew up you know further north than here, so I feel like we maybe had more similar. Uh, 
uh, like scenes in, in how people approach things as opposed to, but I think like if you lived in Poughkeepsie at the time, like the hardcore kids and the middle kids fought each other, like didn't give a, like did not get along. You my, know what I mean? My brother was part of the, uh, cause he's eight years older than me. He was part of the hardcore scene, like the 25 to life, like fucking straight edge. Who's your brother? Uh, Peter Koshak. He also you, like, has a photo of you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in my family. Same face, no shirt. <laughs> oh, I remember that one. Okay. Um, God damn it, that's distracting. <laughs> different, different last name? Here, let me turn this photo over. There we go. I'll put it over here. So, Don't take it away from me. I'm put that in my spank bank. <laughs> oh, um, youth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Your my brother. my brother yeah he's 8 years older than me and he was really into like the like the straight edge hardcore scene and um was he into like beat down tough guy new york city hardcore or was he into like upstate new york straight edge like no ninja he hardcore? was more no he no no he definitely wasn't into that he was more like i said 25 to life i'm trying to remember some of the bands e town concrete mhm um mm-hmm. like that style so like he was an angry pissed off 18 year old at the time as you know as rightfully so, yeah. And then didn't he wear like suits to Mighty Mighty Boston? Well, shows? yeah. Then well, oh, my, that's great. my brother <laughs> that's and I are—I was too young for that, but that that would have been a cool period. I, I had a friend who did that. He had yeah. like a red plaid zoot suit, that yeah. he, and yep. he only went to ska shows and loved it. Terry Velvasakis, miss you, dude. Oh. Well, yeah, like my brother and I—I I, I don't know where to go from that. I'm sorry, Terry. honey. Oh, Terry. <laughs> oh God. We were always very fluid with our music, so like. At the time that I liked Limp Biscuit and Eminem, I also really liked Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd. Pearl Jam was like my shit back in the day. And same Wait, for him. How old were you during this time? Um, during like the Limp Biscuit. In this, and, for, in this period you're I'm, referring to? Like 12, 13. So 90, 98 is like peak Limp Biscuit? No. A little later. A little later. later than that. Yeah. 2000, yeah, probably 2000, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I would have been about 13. Yeah. 99 or 2000. Yeah, that first when, that's M&M when, um, record came out when I was like the break stuff out came out or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Significant and I other. Like Significant hating other. it like a motherfucker at the time. I actually still don't like it, but I'm sorry. What, I, didn't, I missed that. What, what I said I remember when the Eminem album came out, the first one, and suddenly people around me. It was just me. People around me were all listening to it. I was like, "What yeah. are you doing? This is not good." Like, Stop it! Because you have that Stop thing it. as a kid where you're like, you're you're so into your scene and you're into your, you know. Mm-hmm. To be I, fair, I, had that. I guess I don't think there was really a scene for to, me. To me, to me, at least where I grew up, there was. I, a yeah, lot I never of that. really was in one of those. Like I places. hated rap. I wasn't I, a goth. I kid. hated rap. Yeah. I hated rap. See, I, so yeah, I was much. the. I was a hundred percent. I get it now. You know, like, I've actually really there. like this last year. I've embraced like. The old school hip hop I should yeah. have been listening sure. to. In right, high school. exactly. Right, and that's what it is. I feel like I'm playing catch up with a yeah. lot of these. Yeah, definitely. I, was, I still don't like Eminem. I was though. totally pumped. I don't, man. I, I don't mind Eminem. <laughs> I, I, I liked him when he came out when Marshall Mathers LP came out. Yeah. And then I'm like, this is juvenile and stupid. And I got off the Eminem train for like 15 years. You were 15 years old. This is juvenile. <laughs> it was juvenile. That's I'm, how I felt too. And I was 15 years old. I'm going to go put on some juvenile. I'd say they. <laughs> But I was, I, I, well like, I think I told JB, there was a moment, like, a couple months ago, I was at the gym, and Pandora popped Real Slim Shady into my playlist. Hi. And I still yeah. remember all the lyrics yeah. to the Real Slim Shady. I'm on the treadmill, I'm like, oh, this is embarrassing, but now I have nostalgia, and I don't know how to feel right now. 
Like I remember my little sister used to love Eminem. Like she had Eminem albums. I listened to metal and she listened to Eminem. Like I grew and up. Our relationship's never been the same. <laughs> that's pretty much been consistent. It's been it's been. She listens to Justin Bieber now. That actually makes a lot of sense. I feel. No, it's, I mean if you're into, let's face it, Eminem was pop. Mm-hmm. 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 If you're into pop, you're into pop. And whiny little white boys. <laughs> well, I heard oh, the. I just heard I that new that new Eminem track was on these on. I think it was Sean Price's song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a verse on it. It was more than it was pretty long. Oh, that Sean Price's new record. Yeah, and out? I was just like, eh, I still don't get it. Sure, I see. I understand what you're saying mostly. There's a lot of words in there. But <laughs> I, just, I, I like. I think ultimately, I like Eminem's guest appearances and tracks more than yeah, his albums. Yeah, definitely. Like, I That's think my, my favorite Eminem track is still the "Forgot About Dre" on. Oh, it's amazing. 2001. Yeah. I, I think uh, for me, uh, I tend to like. Uh, maybe this actually goes for more than just Eminem, but other bands as well. But I liked him better when. I'm so sorry, Eminem. I liked him better when he was fucked up on drugs. <laughs> like once he got sober Most and started working out, and like he yeah. like he then same he, with Metallica. He like reclaimed <laughs> Red all Hot the, Chili Peppers, he, mm-hmm. and he started like you know producing the beats more. And it just it was like a, it was a different it was a different guy. It's like yeah. there's like two Eminems. There's like early Eminem, and then there's like sober Eminem. Well, I think the reason I always enjoyed him when I was like 13 when that album came out is that. It was just so angry and crazy, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, it was literally, it was literally the album you hid from your parents, yeah. and it, that's what was fun about it. I was never allowed to like my parents wouldn't buy it for me. I had to like get it as a birthday gift from me a friend too. at my birthday party. Yeah, me too. I had to have somebody go buy it for I, me. I, I, I listened so listen to music over at my my older friend's house up the street. I remember listening to Rage Against the Machine and going, my mommy would not like it if I was listening. To <laughs> <laughs> like, I cannot tell her about what we're listening to. I was pretty fortunate in that respect. The only album I can ever remember being taken away from me, and I feel like I just told this story the other day for some reason, <laughs> was I convinced my grandmother to take me to the mall, and I really wanted the new Jerky Boys album. Like Jerky Boys 5 or something like that, and I made the mistake of putting it in the car with the CD player, and within like... Two phone calls. I no longer own that CD. <laughs> Have you guys met Johnny Brennan yet? Like he's local. He comes around to a lot of like the local events and stuff. No, uh, he's I, super fucking cool, dude. I feel like I saw him. He did the the Hudson Valley Comic Cons. He had a oh, table okay. at them. So I met him at. Oh, fuck, I forget where I met him. Was but it a flea market. What's that? Wasn't it a flea market? Uh, no, it wasn't no. a flea market. I think it was some like fundraiser thing, but. I wound up bullshitting with him for like half an hour. The nicest dude I've ever met. And then he added me on Facebook and like we bullshit from time to time. He's really cool. What? I'm not good at opening beers with other objects. And we had a whole conversation about uh, yes. the, ful- ful- the, fulcrum. the fulcrum and the lever. Yes. Fulcrum. <laughs> well, since we're like in that middle, may I steal another one? Please. Okay? Steal as many as you want. Thank you so much. Uh, did you want glass or no glass? I'm going to, I'm risky right now. I want glass, glass or headache. Yeah. Oh, so nobody, we've been playing Russian roulette. Nobody's gotten glass yet. I, I had a glass. Oh, I got like a huge mouthful. I just didn't say anything. Fulcrum. That was a good fulcrum. That was, that was if good. If that yeah. would have yeah. yeah. been you. so happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like an angel just got its wings. That would have cost me at least 30 roses. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, you know what? Now you got to open it for All me. Right. See, since we're telling like high school stories, I can. I think you've heard the story, dude. At the time, I got a spitball right down a girl's like ass crack inadvertently. 
Oh, yeah. I feel like you've talked about that on here, even. I may yeah. have, yeah. yeah. Tell it again. Tell it again. So we're, I was, I'm sitting in, like, chemistry, and a friend of mine was sitting, she was sitting in front of me. And I guess she had just come from gym class or was feeling sad that day or something, but she wore, like, those Adidas snap-up pants that were popular for yeah. a while. Yeah. And the Limp Bizkit era. New, yeah, and new metal. So I, ha- I, like, she and I had been having, like, just random spitball competitions in the back of our chemistry class. And finally we were forced to, like, pay attention. And she was sitting in front of me. Had the whole, like, thong thing happening with her gym pants. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like... (laughs) Fucking right, like, Luke Skywalker, right in the exhaust port. (laughs) Like, right down there. She like like, the word exhaust port in this situation. Let's blow this thing again. She just, like, (laughs) straightens up and, like, jumps out of her seat and says, like, what the fuck? Her... Pants get stuck on the seat and just rip down the side. No. Like the snaps just come undone. And she's standing there, she's like, fuck! And she like sits right back down. Teacher didn't know if, notice a fucking thing. He kind of turns around and like, what's going on back there? We're like, nothing. Why did we make such terrible, like, apparel decisions back then? Oh, it was fantastic. Like, I used to have the. I mean, I'm not going to lie, it was a pretty fantastic Well, for you, that was a great a fucking day, yeah. Kid. Yeah, yeah ex- exposing underwear when I hit. Freshman in high school was all the rage, and <laughs> boy, did I love it. See, I was just going to go with how, like, lame I was. Like, I used to have, like, the long chain that went down to the knee and mm-hmm. then back up mm-hmm. to the ass. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I would yep. get, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I would get <laughs> stuck. I would get stuck in the chairs Yeah, the, little, the combo And then you'd be the doing time. that shit where you got to, like, try and get out of the chair. You know, it was just, it was pathetic. See, was I, had a, you couldn't I had get away bleached, with that chain now. I had no, the I don't think front so. tips that I spiked mm-hmm. up. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. You were a snowplow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always call those guys snowplows. Oh, that was so good. Yes, I was a snowplow. That's and there funny. was like there was like punk snowplows, and then there was like wait, what was the punk one? Yeah, it was like in sync, you know, like pop snowplows. Yes, yeah, you know? frosted tips. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I didn't frost, but I was I did the, I did the hardcore Just way. Just the front, a bottle of peroxide yeah. and a and a comb with some cotton yeah. in between the teeth. <laughs> we just sat out in the sun, doing that for like two hours. DIY man. That's punk rock. That's uh, punk, man. Jinko had the giant jinkos. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was the kick pants. Like I said, 54 inch. I fell down the stairs at school once. <laughs> That's amazing. It was, and I, you know, I was, I was a big girl then too. So it just, it was just the creme de la creme of beautiful hot topic sightings. I, if we had cell phone cameras, I would have went viral. Mm. It would have been amazing. <laughs> this is the creme de la creme of like what therapists see as a gold mine. They're like, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 here she comes. Make a million dollars. Yep. Now he's ragging on therapists. <laughs> <laughs> My aunt's a therapist. Is she? Yep. Very good one. So I, I don't go to her. I don't. I don't. I can't actually personally verify that. Right. But so have you, so you word read. on the street though. So I've read. Yes. Well She's reviewed. A, based on all those Yelp reviews, you've mm-hmm. read. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I made her website, amyjcolley.com. If anyone needs someone to talk to in Lower Westchester County. You should have told me back then in 2002. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Amy, what? I'm sorry. Let me just. So really quick, uh, I just want to uh, jump to something else. So I, w- I would you like to talk us- about Hudson Valley Legends for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's let's uh, let's talk about you guys. Let's specifically though. Let's let's go back to talking about us. Uh, I would love to do an episode together. Yeah, I where, would. Uh, where we talk about something. What the fuck have we been doing for the last two hours? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want one of this their episodes. You see, I want one of their super cool produced ones. Can come to my weird that? old house and do it. Can episode. any of us make that sultry of a voice? Do you hear? Do you have a list of the podcast? 
Yeah. Oh no, yeah, I never no. listened to their podcast. Oh, it's like produced and there's music. Yeah, and like her speaking yeah. voice. We, is we like, do work, okay? That's that's the best <laughs> thing. There's rhythm. She's got she's got the best. She's got the best radio sweet soft voice. Seriously, until she fucks up. And then, oh, like, yeah. I'd love to release the raw, you know, vocal stabs. You could probably her. make bank as a phone uh, Of her just going, thank you. And then, the, the, fuck shit, god damn it, god damn it. <laughs> well, I, I almost broke a mic because I started screaming Beastie Boys into it. <laughs> I, I started doing what you want you, into it. It probably was fine, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I fucked it up. But, um, yeah, so we, <laughs> we wanted to do, um, an episode with, uh, well, actually, JB came to us with the idea. Of doing an episode you're, that was you're breaking the fourth wall right now. You're gonna, you're just gonna sit. just go mm. ahead. It's okay. You came to me <laughs> with the fourteen idea. years ago <laughs> in my dreams. In my dreams, um, with the idea of possibly doing a uh, history of the music in Poughkeepsie, and uh, I love the idea. I think it would be a great topic to cover. It's a little hard to research. Thankfully. You gave us this incredible list. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of morphed it a bit. I feel like you were talking about bands and whatnot. And then I said, because I, I had just happened to start working on this thing where I was trying to come up with a timeline of the history of independently owned record stores in Poughkeepsie, mm. which I started and, and don't really have time to research. But I have a, a piece of paper here. I actually I have a picture of it on my phone. I've been using it for research. The problem is that... You know, people didn't really you talk about... You sent pictures about my permission? <laughs> now you know how I feel 14 years ago. <laughs> Flattered? <laughs> Hi. I, I've been trying to do research on the, on the list, but unfortunately, people didn't really take a lot of love or comfort into their, you know, their record stores. They didn't really care that much. So it's very hard to find... Whoa. Whoa. Old statements. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. Continue. I've been really trying to find anything on them, and I've had a little bit of luck with the one on Academy Street, but mostly, most I of can't... them are on Academy Street. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, can I see the list really quick? Yeah, I could yeah. tell you which one it was. I'm oh, sorry. I doesn't mean to be. It's not like a dick. <laughs> no, not I at mean, all. Not and, at all. And there are, if even taking just a slight step away from record stores, like there's a ton of music history that sure. has to do with Poughkeepsie, like even going back to the Ramones. But yeah. there's the back of a uh, rocket to Russia, and the photo is them sitting on the steps of the chance. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's you know where that you go in and there's that little weird ticket booth. Yeah, yeah. there's a step. Well, that booth didn't actually used to exist, and it was just a step into the building. And the back cover art of the album is this the Ramones sitting on that step. Oh, that's so cool! I didn't yeah. know that. Um, it was Record City. Uh, I can find. I found a little bit about them. But, and I mean, I've been searching through, like, old newspaper um, articles. I've been doing, like, all these database researches, and I'm really having a tough time finding these guys. But where there's a will, there's a way. I will find some shit. And well, we Dave will Moore, as far as I know, is still around. Hmm. And we could probably get him on the podcast. Oh, I don't really? know. I don't know. I, I, I say that with no evidence to back it up. But, <laughs> but uh, I do have things from, um, like... As far as I could tell, the earliest record store in Poughkeepsie was called Irv's uh, Music Inc. I don't know, Irv's Records. Music and, uh, Inc. Yeah. Somebody, uh, a customer who I know, brought me this bag from Irv's, and Irv's was started in the either late 40s or early 50s. Wow. 
That's so incredible. That's the how old that, that fucking bag is. That, yeah. This bag could be from the '60s, maybe, but that's when the store was started, and Irv's morphed into uh, Record Land, who was owned by somebody Epstein. Vanessa. And, uh, well, that's His actually father, how this right? whole thing started. Vanessa's <clears throat> father's father, so Vanessa's grandfather was actually the one who took over Herbs when it became Recordland. Huh. And that's how this whole thing got started because Vanessa's father recently passed away and I read her little update about it and that's what kind of inspired me to want to make a history of Poughkeepsie Record Stores. Mm. That is so cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to try the best I can to see if I can find some good information on these. It's, like I, I think said, it's with be stores, hard. it's tough. You know, the best I can find is... We hate to have to replace is... you as historian on the team. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I was I was doing like I was doing some research for like the entire Hudson Valley. He's your backup, uh, just because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I I bring with my stupid like music school opinion. Like, hey, did you guys know that Washington Irving wrote a piece of uh, like a short story that was in Rimsky Korsakov's uh, great opera, The Golden Cockerel? And then she put you in a headlock and stuck <laughs> your head in the <laughs> toilet and fucking. Rimsky wow, Korsakov, yeah. one of the most underrated of the Russian composers. So, you fucking uh, nerd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go eat your White Castle. Exactly. <laughs> no, That's your roses. I'm, I'm just so out of balance. I, I love classical music and White Castle microwave burgers. Hey. I mean, I bet Mozart would love them, too, if he were around. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. More of a Beethoven thing, I think. <laughs> oh, now we're being picky about which dead composer you can spend a day with. Microwave burgers. Mozart shows up and is I like, hey, I want a burger. the most pretentious asshole on the planet. You'd be like, no, fuck you, man. Get out of here, yeah. Wolfgang. Mozart, tra- Mozart travels through time and you just try to like not make eye contact and look away the whole time. You don't look like Ludwig. Such a showboat. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're uh, hopefully... <laughs> I'm picking up from him now. Well, uh, tell what what uh, give us give us a little inside scoop. What kind of stuff do you have coming up on future podcasts of you guys? So we have a couple of episodes in the works right now. Um, we're currently working on a an episode all about Dutch Schultz, who was a famous mobster. He used to work with um, Arnold Rothstein mm-hmm. and uh, Lucky Luciano. That one I'm excited to write the music for. That sounds interesting. It's yeah. pretty cool because there's an urban legend that he supposedly hid $9 million up in the Catskills. He had it buried up there. And, uh, spoiler alert, it's bullshit, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, I like this Aww. one because it's still... Yeah, well, I'm not great. Listening now to no that. one's listening to it. <laughs> yeah. Damn! No, don't worry. No, no one's going to hear no, this. No, all, jo- all joking aside. I like that episode because it's open-ended. You could, you could still... Like, yeah, no, it... You might... Maybe you... Actually, while we've been sitting here, um, I got an email from the author who I'm going to interview. He wrote a whole book all about Dutch Schultz. It was a really good book, actually, and, um... He's going to give us some insight onto what he thinks about the legend because there is no yes or there's no answer. It's an urban legend and that's that's what it is. We don't know what the answer actually is. One-eyed Willie's treasure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because like, you know, we don't know what the 9 million is. If it's money, then it's it's gone. If, you know, let's say that this actually happened, the money would be gone, it would be washed away. We're talking about almost we're talking about literally 100 years ago almost. Um if it was gold and coins, that's a different story. There might actually still be something there. I do know that there are people who still go up there and go searching annually hmm. to try and find this treasure because the map is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally, I buried it by a tree with an X on it. 
that doesn't really help anybody who's up in the Catskill Way Mountains. Way to go, Dutch. Well, maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe he really buried pictures of his friends because in the end, that's the real treasure. Just so take it out with a picture of JB. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have another episode coming up that's all about the... Um, I have to learn how to pronounce this last name before we do this episode. Um, I believe it's the Germand family murders, and it's an old cold case from the 1890s. And it was a family that was murdered in Stamfordville, and they never found out who the killer was. And this guy, Vincent Cunningham, wrote an entire paper on who he believes was the killer. Uh, his his uh, great, I'm sorry, his grandfather was actually the sheriff who was on the case. So uh, I wanted to interview him. I have a feeling he's a bit of an older gentleman, and he's not quite sure how to do Skype and all of that, so we've been having a little complications with that. He might not have an interview for that, but it's an interesting story nonetheless. Where so. does he live? Uh, he, I have no idea. His, he, he emails me from a Yahoo account, um, and he doesn't email much. So <laughs> I've been having a little tough time talking to this guy. But his paper is incredible. It's a very well written thesis. I do run into that problem sometimes. People just don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. That'll okay. just throw some old music on. I'm not writing anything for that. <laughs> <laughs> Recycle music for that I one. I love yeah. recycling music. There's nothing better than just freeing up my weekend when I'm like planning. I'm like, okay, I'm going to compose something <laughs> definitely for this for this episode. And then, you know what? One of the old songs works <laughs> that perfectly. That sounds like the Jaws theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'll, I'll, I'll definitely recycle anything that, you know, if it fits, if something requires something new, like the last one was the uh, the aliens, yes, the pine bush aliens, that needed something a little bit more sci-fi sounding, so I composed for that one. But I just want you to know that Ryan Bosch called us traitors for being on your show. The guy from uh, Dead Radio <laughs> said we're being traitors right now. We were on his show too. Yeah, what's the big deal? I don't know. He's got a beef. I'm fucking Ryan the, Bosch. What putting the, the hit back out. <laughs> <laughs> never cancel so i really enjoyed your episode about pine bush thank you uh, i actually have uh some friends who live in pine yeah. bush and are actual um uh, what's the right way to say <laughs> when Whack someone jobs? has a crazy alien obsession yeah. uh they really are fond of alien they're stories they're very passionate they're passionate i really should say one specific person let's say his name is schmandrmu schmick schmarlane <laughs> Uh, he, uh, he he lives in Pine I don't know Bush. What that means he uh, he read the book that's about the Pine Bush. You, you I think you talked about that episode. The Linda um, Zimmerman one, or oh, I'm sorry, the Ellen uh, Ellen Crystal book. Yeah, in the oh, fuck, I'm mixing them up now. In the night sky was Linda Zimmerman. Um, I want to yes. say it's Fire in the Sky, but that's you know maybe just the movie. No, go on. Anyway, so I, I but I love Pine Bush and I love their whole. Uh, it's a place. How they've cashed in on this whole uh, <laughs> yes. you know, alien thing. It's just... Like, and, going out there, I totally get it, because there's nothing there to look at. Yeah. And, sky. and, dude, and they and they have a thing. You yeah. know what I mean? It's They're cool. on the they map have a niche, for yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, it was really fascinating, because when we when I was originally writing the episode, my only intent was to just talk about the UFO parade, because I thought it was kind of a cool oddity novelty thing that we had. I wound up getting invited to come along to this... Um, I guess you can call it like a survivor's group of uh, alien abductees and uh, witnesses. And that was a fun night. It was really, I mean, (laughs) you know what? Like I, it it sucks because like I keep like teasing and making jokes, but truth be told, they were the nicest, coolest people I've ever met. Like, you know, I I love people when I love when people have something that they're passionate about and they, they genuinely believe in it. And I don't, I don't have problems with that. I have more of a problem with people who are deceitful 
that they're making something up for the sake of, you know, getting attention. These people genuinely believe what happened to them, and that's fine. Do I personally believe it? No. <laughs> Am I a UFO person? No. The nicest, but... most hospitable. They always yeah. are until you drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, we, we talked oh, about this yeah. on the Dead Radio uh, podcast a little bit, but... Yeah, I had a little whiskey, so I was getting a little. I was getting a little rough. It was a saucy. Uh, yeah, I, I went, went, went stone cold sober. <laughs> <laughs> to Pine Bush or to the podcast? Oh, to Pine Bush. Oh, to the Dead Radio. Yeah, we we were drinking the whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, you were sober for our UFO drinking sighting, UFO right? Drinking the yeah, whiskey. Drinking the whiskey. That power. What are you drinking? Yeah, I was drinking <laughs> the whiskey. Going on the Tinder. Yeah. Going on the Tinder. Yeah. And the roses. Well, it's I like, mean, if if I can, I actually I actually have a, a UFO story. Please Ooh. tell me. Can I can I tell you my UFO story? Yes, yes please. Uh, so uh, I this is probably before we met. <laughs> so okay. it's probably like nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. Okay, and I wasn't uh, old enough for you. This is the period of your life where you reference drugs a lot. This is the period of my life where I did a lot of drugs. Okay, so, here we go. Okay, you've checked out already. Okay. No, I'm listening. I'm only uh, And so I, uh, there was this night I, I was driving on Route Nine, going south by the Mid Hudson Bridge. You know where the the big turnaround is to yes. get on and off the bridge. Figure eight. Yeah. I was a little bit before that, and I remember I was driving and you know just do you know doing whatever, listening to Limp Bizkit and just coasting down <laughs> Route Nine, and I remember looking out to my right. And the you know the river is is there on the right, and I saw this like white ball of light that was like it looked like it was maybe you know like ten feet above the river, mm. and it was going super fucking fast, and it went like you know over the water like and it went you know really fast across the water, you know past to where I was and just continued straight and then just went straight up in the air, and then did, like went up into the sky and I remember like calling my friends and being like. Holy fuck, you guys. I just saw some crazy shit. Then I took another hit on the bong. <laughs> you had the bong in the car. It was powered by the car, actually. <laughs> Come on. Um, you know, what I find really fun about Hudson Valley Legends is... People come to us with stories after they hear an episode, like, exactly like this. So, like... I did the Pine Bush UFO um, episode, and I suddenly got, like... People that were like friends with me were like, I've seen UFOs. Like, don't don't bullshit me. Like, you know, like we, we kind of start going back like, really? Are you just fucking with me or are you serious? And it's kind of amazing how many people keep these stories to themselves because they're embarrassed or there's, you know, this is a hard thing to talk about because unfortunately there are people who are like me who are kind of naysaying it at first. And, you know, again, I have my feelings on it. Um it's not concrete, you know. I, I whatever people believe is what they believe, and if you can give me proof, I, more power to you. I would love some proof. I've ne- personally never witnessed a UFO. I would love to. So mm. give me a hit of that mm. bong. And we and have <laughs> we have good back and forth like that because she's she's much more into the occult and stuff like that, and she's got that foot in the door. And I've got I'm I'm the classic skeptic. I'm I'm just behind the, you know the recording going. These people are full of shit. I'm, I'm the type who I have a friend of the family he's a little crazy yeah um likes his marijuana likes his conspiracy theories um those, those do go hand in hand yeah. sadly. yes they do Alex um and he believes hardcore in Stop ufos it. and i guess he recently like he and his wife recently bought like a, a trailer over in like the new Paltz area 
loves his view of the sky. Like, it's a view of the mountains and stuff mm. like that. He loves to sit up there, smoke his weed, whatever. And I instantly think, well, I just spent some money on the little drone Millennium Falcon that has, like, lights oh and gosh. sound. And I could just go on the other side of this guy's fence at, like, dusk and just... <laughs> <laughs> And you can, you know, it, it, it literally wait, wait, hovers. Wait, wait. It can go back and forth and straight up and down. So you have a Millennium Falcon drone. Yes. That sounds like Chewbacca when it flies. <laughs> that, was a, that was a figurative <laughs> example. <laughs> Although I think there is actually a Chewie noise. It has sound effects. And you get, like Chewie, you get R2 and like a you thruster noise. You would fuck noise. up a UFO enthusiast's day if you put the Chewie sound on it uh-huh. when you were flying it over. Look at you. You're enjoying this. Oh, I would fuck with him <laughs> so much. I have a UFO story. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say maybe three to four years ago, Aaron and I were driving home um, from like Saratoga to here. And we were on 787, like outside of Albany, like the East Greenbush area. And so we're on the road, and uh, the Hudson River is on your left, and there's like some shit on your right. And we're driving, and we see this sort of light kind of come down and up. And it would disappear for a second, and it would come back down and up. And we're like, what the fuck is that? And so, like we, I don't. I think we both didn't acknowledge it at first. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, did you see that? Because it kept happening. This light just keeps going. Well, there's no sound effect. Now I'm, now I'm stuck in the chewy noise. So it just keeps happening for miles. I'm gonna say a good ten miles, right? And at this point, I'm a total skeptic. I don't believe any of the shit. I'm skeptical about so many things. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm I'm really like, what the fuck is this? And Aaron is starting to like freak out a little bit. Like not not heavy, but like we just there's no explanation for this light in the sky. And so we just kind of keep following it. And then all of a sudden we pass a McDonald's on our right hand side that apparently was new. And have like <laughs> waving lights on top of it. <laughs> that's all it was. That's a new McDonald's. Your your UFO story ends in a Big Mac. Yeah. And that is the best UFO story I have ever heard. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Did you stop at the new McDonald's no, to celebrate? But it was really fucking funny. <laughs> oh it was like God. doubled over laughing because it was just so McDonald's. That's what I need to tell the UFO people next time I talk to them. Just. You know what? Just go drive out. Go see if there's Check. any new businesses. Yeah, new restaurants yeah. opening. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's just like the you know those waving spotlights. Yeah, in our podcast, we actually talk about we we didn't want to be hypocrites and just you know just go by these people. So we're like, let's go to the road that everybody talks about mm-hmm. stopping mm-hmm. at. And the problem is, you know, you've got a lot of air traffic going yeah. to Stewart. There's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in the sky over Pinebush. So it's like, yeah, eventually you're gonna see a light. Yeah. We were out there for what a half hour? Yeah, pretty and, much. And then I got scared. And then she got because scared. because I I was really not about the sky. Was fucking shoot me! She, yeah, she was. I was she parked was in somebody's about, farm field. We were parked in farm fields and stuff like that. And it's and they were doing like slow drive-bys on us yes. and shit. Like mm-hmm. they were opening the window to like look at us. So it was. was like, it's a classic get off my property shotgun yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the fuck out of there. Did you guys talk about? Uh, did you talk about the Wappingers UFO sighting? I, 
I did some reading on it. All right, I don't want to belittle it, but um, here we go. Let's <laughs> here do we it. Go. <laughs> Every UFO story is the fucking same. So it was one of those yeah, things where it's the same aliens that come here. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Hang on, let me hit this really quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I did a lot of reading on all of the local ones. They they span from Wappingers all the way to I mean shit where like. I mean, going up there like Saratoga, you know, and they all basically told primarily the same story. I mean, you can read a thousand witness accounts and they're telling you the same thing with a few variations here or there. I just, I didn't feel like it was worth talking about each specific example Mm -hmm. um, just because I felt like it would start to get really redundant. I thought what was most fascinating about it was the people that are still into it today because that was a 90s thing. That was an 80s thing. You know, like you'd see the blurry, shitty VHS tape, you know, of of something sort of in the sky and it was blurry. And we don't really have those anymore. You know, everybody's phone comes with a really nice camera now. Um, We get doctored footage on YouTube, which is very clearly CG, which it's funny because we're so quick to pull those apart and go, no, that's definitely, that's fake. But this one from 1992, though, on somebody's shitty handheld camera, that's real. That's the one. Is I don't know. It's just, um, I was more interested in the people who were from that time. And, you know, meeting them, it was cool because I got to see they build them, they built themselves a community, you know, and they, they were friends. And it was, it was just, it's the same way that you guys probably come together and talk about music and records and shit. They come together and talk about aliens. They come together and talk about their experiences. Now, granted, some of the shit they talked about was so far out in fucking left field, I couldn't even deal with it. They Every conspiracy theory, you, you name it, they they believed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You ever listen to that uh, late night radio show, AM radio show? Uh, I want to say his name is... Dr. Drew. Ted Nori or Ed Nori. No, I've never heard of it. It's on AM radio, like, I think almost every night from, like, 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. or something like that. Oh, this is so spooky. Keep going. And it's totally (laughs) a, just a, like, this sort of paranormal sort of conspiracy radio call show. the guy you were listening to? You were on that acid trip that one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh, totally. (laughs) Um, George Nori. George Nori. George Nori. That's his name. And uh, he's like a legendary radio broadcaster, but like his topics nightly are like shadow people, UFOs. Also, I don't know. I haven't listened in years, but uh, I I definitely used to listen to it. I I bet I can actually one up you on UFO experience because a few years ago when I was not so much a story like a sighting, but um, I was in Australia with my dad and my brother. And we were on, like, this two-night, like, safari road trip, like, through the outback. And the guide randomly says, like, oh, we're stopping at this place called, like, Wycliffe Well, which is apparently the pine bush of Australia. And it's, like, the huge UFO, like, center. There's all these, like, archaeological, not archaeological, but, like, stone formations, mm. like, just inexplicably throughout, like, the desert in the Northern Territory. Yeah, yeah. Um Specifically, it's that place called like the Devil's Marbles, where these perfectly round stones are just kind of dropped <laughs> all over, like cool. this one desert area, and like inexplicably balanced and shit like that. Um, and there's this one, like the actual village is tiny. There's like a handful of inhabitants, but there's a gas station with a little museum 
of like just the cheesiest, most oh. horrible UFO stuff. I love that shit. Um, yeah. She. I think I actually pulled, I had to look up the name of the place. She dreams of going but to like the place that in the beginning like of the, the Devil's Rejects. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Devil's Rejects. That's, I was like, that's her yeah. I would fall victim yeah, yeah. to that so fucking quickly. Only with like Aussie accents and yeah. <laughs> deadly snakes. You all seen the alien? <laughs> <laughs> this is an alien. You should take a tour. We got that the best fried chicken. Australian accent, Jaden. <laughs> that was. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear you guys' future episodes. Keep doing great thank work. You. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm you, start to listen you, now. You have a great. You have a great thank podcast. You. I will continue <laughs> to listen. Me too. I appreciate that. Thank you guys. And um. And likewise, by the way, I fucking love your show. Yeah, it's no. so funny. I love coming on. I'm like, you know, it's really exciting to. Know. You love coming. He loves, I love. Love. First off, he's a human. Okay, Second we got some White Castle on the back. Every finish up that way. <laughs> Only ten roses. Three things you got to know about me. I love coming. White Castle burgers <laughs> and Rimsky. <laughs> <laughs> and, and life is and good, Rimsky, man. Korsakoff. <laughs> And the Dark Side Records podcast. That's four. That's four. Uh, well, I, you gotta pick. I sort of put Rimsky in his mouth. Pouring him out. I had to. <laughs> God, you were trying to do a little outro. I'm sorry. It's this okay. is always it's happening. Good talk, it's guys. Okay. Good talk. <laughs> All right, so that's this episode of the Dark Side Records podcast. Thank you, do we everyone. Have a name for these things like crossover series, crossover event. No, they're just our special guests. Podcast Civil War. Civil uh, War. No, we're not. Just no. Shut up. We're working what? together. What? We're forming a community here. All right. Yep. I like it. It's like we're forming some kind of podcast Hudson Valley Alliance or Say, uh, coalition. coalition. It's weird. I mean, it's, you know, tomato. I don't tomato. want to put words in your mouth. Yeah. But, you, you know, know. semantics. It's we weird. Should do a three-way. Go on. Mm. Dead radio. Legend. That's fucking they're, chaos. They're sitting over there talking uh, shit. Fuck sick. dead radio. Listen, <laughs> they have anal lube. They do. Have <laughs> they do. Lube. They do. Okay, listen. I can get you. Anal I lube did in like five the idea minutes. of doing it live. Numbing cool. anal lube. And I was thinking of, you know, for our part, we would we would do something, and I would do live musical accompaniment, which could be creepy. And she's awesome. texting them right now. She is. She's like, I was. I was replying. I'm saying, I'm co- we're calling you out. So thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> if you uh, if you enjoyed what you've been listening to, uh, Tony, tell 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 us tell our listeners where they can find you guys. We are at. HudsonValleyLegends.com and you can search for us in any podcast app you have. Um, if you have a an Android, I like Podcast Addict myself. Um, so just search for Hudson Valley Legends and you can start downloading us. It's all free. So Basically the same way you found this podcast, do it for Hudson Valley Legends. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> or do you Hudson know what? Valley I'm Legends so used to having... <laughs> I'm so used to telling people, they're like, what's a podcast? And I'm yeah. like, fuck me. So then I have to tell them how to download podcasts, so... Part of my Figure it out yourself, shit. assholes. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, that's what I should say. That's my mom you're talking about. We would be getting Hudson phone Valley calls. knitting yeah. is yeah. the shit right now, evidently. Oh, yeah. I just started typing in Hudson and you came up third. Oh, Ooh. and wow. an Apple. So. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. We'll we'll bad. talk more about this. So uh, yes. you know, uh, <laughs> go on iTunes, give them a good like review. Go on iTunes, give us a good review. Just give us you know five stars. Say a little piece about what you like, what you don't like. We like hearing nice things about us. Has anyone ever said nice things about us? We have three yeah. five-star reviews, actually. And oh. only one of them is me. <laughs> but one of them is me. <laughs> so. 
I gotta go out and give you guys one. I'll, I'll take care of that tonight. So, uh, we got so, three five star in this one one star that just popped up. <laughs> so, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this has been the Dark Side Records Podcast. I'm JB. I'm JJ. I'm Berto. I'm Mike. I'm Tony. And they're the Hudson Valley Legends Podcast. So, uh, thanks for listening. We don't have an outro either. We're in- <laughs>